You're listening to Pop Culture Fanatics, a podcast for the crazy fan in you. What's going on, everyone? And welcome back to another great edition of Dragon's Den, brought to you by Pop Culture Fanatics, the only podcast for the fanatic inside of you. It's your boy, Val Cisco, with Mr. All for One himself, Jay Rance. How you doing, buddy? Ooh, what's good, man? I am chilling. We're here live, 9 o'clock in the morning. What's good? I'm excited. <laughs> oh, I'm excited as well, too. We just finished up watching the latest episode of My Hero Academia, episode 98, or slash episode 10, if you want to count it, for this season right here in season 5. This was an episode that kind of changed the game. We were mentioning in the last recap as well, too, what uh, All for One could mean. Hell, this even ties into one for all, in my opinion. We'll definitely get into it as well, too. So much to unwrap in this one little episode. So many nice little moments that happened as well, too. But for anybody that, um, spoiler alert, we're going to talk about it as well, too. But let's get into the recap right here. This is the last fight in the tournament. It is uh, Deku and Shinzo coming face-to-face in the Battle of Quirks. Uh, basically, it's Deku alongside with o- Ochako. Ashido and Mineta as well too. Um, the title is called That Which is Inherited. And boy oh boy did we get that pretty much explained. I know I want to get your thoughts. We were just talking about it a couple of seconds ago before the podcast. Mm-hmm. I haven't been reading ahead whatsoever. I mean I've been getting glimpses of here and yeah. there that shows up on Facebook or different sites or whatnot. But I try my best to kind of be surprised because at the end of the day we want that feeling again. But man, oh man, I need to get your feeling on this because I know you had feelings about this, and it was confirmed in this episode. Ooh, yes, bro. So your speculations, because you brought it up, like you know, I, I do read the manga, but I kind of do like you. I want to be surprised, you know. So, um, but I caught a glimpse and I seen into the the future. Um, right now, you know, Deku's trying to wield number six, the, the six wielders' power. He's trying to get it under control. And I wanted to tell you that, but I was like, oh no. I was like, I got to stay away from this because I did want to deep dive into it, but I'm so happy that it's like caught up right now. You get what I'm saying? Like we saw uh, Deku lose control of the power or whatever. I don't want to spoil too much, but it kind of confirmed what you were saying. And it got me kind of hyped right now. How do you feel about that? Because that was your biggest speculation. Does he have the access to the powers of all the other wielders? I mean, this explains the name all for one. Like I always mm-hmm. thought about it. I was like, why is that name so specific but i always just wrapped it up into oh it's my hero academia so whatever but yeah this makes me super happy man because one you're seeing deku without even really getting hurt use a different kind of quirk now and mm-hmm. yeah he, he he lost control in this battle but once he does get under control Bro, Deku is a mother flipping problem, man. Like, he is. once that shit gets wrapped up, he's gonna be a problem. And now, all the speculations in my head are happening. I'm like, what the fuck has he been using this whole time for the last four yeah. seasons? A little doodle minuscule spec, bro. Like, <laughs> he hasn't been using nothing. Cause yeah, now, now it just 
goes into consideration as well. It just had me thinking about Cyborg. It had me thinking about a lot of other things. The power reacts to your anger, to your heart. Like, bro, these powers, this power is very similar to All for One. Like, what is the difference? Where's the thin line that you get one for all and all for one? You get what I'm saying? Like, did you feel like that? Yeah, man. A hundred thousand percent. Um, So much to unwrap this episode. Not just that right there. But just a little flashbacks of All Might and the previous users as well, too. His master mm-hmm. as well, too. And then Grant, bro, mother flipping prime <laughs> Grant Torino. Where the hell did he shrink this whole time? <laughs> Yo, Grant Torino was just on a vacay, came out of nowhere, smooth as hell. I'm like, bro, just dropping a little set of notes and just being out. All right, I'm out. <laughs> I'm in Grant Torino. So this this makes me wonder too, like a lot of speculation this episode. I know, guys, uh, and if you guys have read ahead, you're probably yelling at me right now. But those that are surprised, just like us right now, so much to unpack. Um, has Gran Torino ever had this conversation with All Might when he was on top? That's what hey. I'm kind of wondering. It has has he ha- he has to bro. All Might knows more than what he's leading on. I guarantee you, because you see, you see moments. Was it in season three where he was like, oh, like he wants to tell him. There's gonna mm-hmm. be moments that this and that, and he wants to. But he's holding a, a. I don't know why he's holding out, but I know he knows something, bro. Like definitely, you see it. Let's talk about other characters in this episode. Your man, motherfucking Monoma, bro. Monoma, excuse me. Monoma. Monoma is so hot right now. (laughs) That Monoma is so freaking hot right now, bro. I wanted to ask you about that. We sit here and say, bro, Shinzo at any moment, at a snap of a finger, could become a villain. Bro, I got that with Monoma. What do you think? Yo, hell yes. Exactly. The twinkle in the eye right there just shows that, honestly, anybody in in these classes become a villain with the right push. And that is super scary this is why the league of villains have infiltrated uh ua so many times this Mm -hmm. is why they're trying to recruit these kids because it really takes that one push to really go over the edge bro really and then we saw the scumbag move when deku woke up from the brainwash and he was like this is not over attacking somebody while he's down i'm like that's a villain move (laughs) it it, it is (laughs) but you gotta also blame shinzo for that as well too because shinzo you know trying to be the hero and you know stop disaster from happening mm-hmm. kind of goes into business for himself and is a little selfish in my opinion because he's like we fall in the past i lost in the past i was so mm-hmm. hyped to fight you in this tournament mm-hmm. so instead of like to saying deku stop like what yeah. do i say stop the tournament depower he's like you know <laughs> fight me menorah <laughs> Midoriya, and I'm like, what are you doing? What is happening? <laughs> he did, he did kind of go into the business of himself. That was very selfish, very egoic-minded of Shinzo. But I mean, I don't know where that came from. But it's still obviously, like we said in the past episode, that he has that uber chip on his shoulder due to Deku. So that's all he could think, bro. He got the illest heart on right now. He's like, he's like Bakugo Junior, bro. Like, a little bit, <laughs> like a calm, like a Todoroki meets Bakugo, like the. Um, and collectiveness of Todoroki with like the the malice of Bakugo. I mean, I did enjoy the fact that we saw kind of. I mean, it didn't erase that, but it kind of did erase the doubt for me. Where okay, this dude, he's not gonna be a villain. You get what I'm saying? It was kind of like a confirmation because he sat here and said, you know, I want to use my power to help people, and he had mm-hmm. that little flashback, yada yada yada. The the, the phrase should have been better, like you know, Deku power down or something, but. 
I don't know. I'm kind of happy about that. But, bro, Monoma, man. Like, speaking about villains, how did you feel about All for One finally making a little resurgence, showing a little bit of life, moving around, bro? How did you feel about that? I needed that. I needed to for something big to happen to be explained. Mm-hmm. Um, and, I, and I appreciate the backstory with it as well, too. A small tidbit of the backstory for All for One. Um, man, oh, man, oh, man. Like, just... Just hearing, uh, did, did they release the hero that's inside of that? What what his name was? Who um basically his brother? Yeah, no, not not his brother. Oh. Um um, but the hero that was actually helping Deku though. The hero that was helping Deku. Wait, you got you lost me right here, real quick. Oh, uh, oh it, no 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 the the, the back the the black whip dude. Yes. Nah, they didn't reveal the name. I I just appreciate that right there. That little small conversation. Him just saying that. Mm-hmm. Hey, there's a whole bunch of people that are out there. The other wielders right there, kind of making it seem like those wielders are stronger than him. So he's mm-hmm. happy that you know Deku found him first or he activated first. But yeah. your boy, you know, oh my God, one for all over here. This man, Mr. Penis Head. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> yo, he looked like a thumb from Scott, some, from what's that uh, kid show of uh, Spy Kids? Oh, <laughs> the, yeah, yeah. <laughs> the thumb heads? Bro. Yeah, um, him? Yo, his power. Oh, you're seeing, like, the goons in the background just, like, discussing what to do with him and, you know, how to take precautions and whatnot. And this guy over here is talking to them through the plexiglass. I'm like, what's going on, brother? Bro, yeah, this dude is OP beyond belief because he's just talking to them through the plexiglass. Like, I-, I thought about that, but I did like the 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 phrase that he said. Oh, I hope like my moving didn't startle you. It's just my body having the nightmares, like reliving the nightmares. So you still powered up as hell, you know? Like, so there's still something in there, and I'm just waiting for this dude to get released and just cause full hell. I mean, I was happy seeing him, bro. I want to see some Tomura, man. I don't know how you feel, but I want to see some Shigaraki being employed back in season five. Bro, so Shigaraki, we got that drop as well, too, with the League mm-hmm. of Villains as well. Mm-hmm. But Shigaraki and uh, Ofa One's brother, they have to be related Dude. or connected somehow. It's, like, so obvious at this point. Dude, yeah, this, this power... What it, it all stems kind of like it, what is it? What is it like Romulus? Like it all stems from all for one, I believe, because you got all for one. Then he gave the power where we don't know where he got the power from, but he says, I found the power for you. But it has to stem from somewhere, and all these people are intertwined and are connected because his brother does give you Shigaraki vibes, yeah. But it kind of you know cancels that out, maybe. Let's just see. Hey, season five is full of intrigue, like you said, but then. Uh, All Might's uh, uh, mentor isn't Shigaraki her nephew? So it's like there has to be some correlation where it starts that all these motherflippers are related, bro. I'm sorry. (laughs) And then you get to see now like why uh, All for One and All Might were like the Batman slash Joker of this universe because then how they cancel each other out. Mm -hmm. Where if we're looking at, you know, one for all as a quirk, using different um, quirks at your disposal and then mm-hmm. on the reverse side you know all for one stealing a whole bunch of quirks for his disposal as well too they're yeah. virtually identical in a way. <laughs> <laughs> they, they really are bro that's why i told you like where do we draw the line between good and bad and where do we they're similar all for one one for all they're very similar just one uses it for good one uses it for evil we saw that in uh the battle of um camino ward where mm-hmm. you know all for one was just using his power for evil basically so i don't know my thing is i just want to know as well what do you think like i want to know did all might 
was All Might able to tap into these other powers? Because we just saw All Might just do Smash every day. Maybe that's his segment, but I mean, do you think he was able to tap into these powers or he's legit surprised like when we saw Deku like, you know, flip out with the Black Whip where you saw him like, oh, he has to know something, but then again, it seems kind of new. What do you think? Well, the the theme of this episode is like the time hasn't come. Mm-hmm. And he kept on repeating that inside his head. So that right there is a surprising message right there because he feels that I think he knows that Deku is going to be the one to wield all this. But maybe in some weird way, the time never came for, for All Might to use everything. Maybe he just had one vestige. Mm. Maybe he had one one hero from from that power set, from that quirk, to help him out. Um, which tends you get like the bodybuilder, the strongman type right there. Mm. Maybe he was only able to master that, and that's about it. I'm about to geek out real quick. Maybe it was the fight with Toxic Chainsaw that effed him up. And he that, I mean, I mean, Omai has a lot of mess ups, bro. Like, like he has a giant. Uh, fist ingrained in his fucking sides. Yeah, that's what I'm saying. Maybe it was that that did not allow him. It leads into what you're saying is a perfect segue because um the the wielder that was speaking to uh Deku, which is phenomenal, like you said, he was like, "It's lucky that you found me first, you know, like it wasn't the other powers." So there's definitely some OP power in him, and um I don't know, bro. Like I did like the fact where they said, like you said. Deku is going to be the completer of all for one. How'd you feel about that? Like you're the ninth, you're the one that's going to wield all this imperfection, like you just said. Man, it's 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 exciting to see, but then it's it's kind of scary to see what's going to happen for the future. Like you know, we look mm-hmm. at My Hero Academia. A lot of people have speculated that you know the the final the final seasons are coming. Uh, whether mm-hmm. it's going to be the next season after this or in the manga as well too like there is an end to this somewhere down the line so I'm like I'm scared that you know we got the season 5 now now we're getting some juicy details but I feel like it could be just coming to an end as well too which I'm a little sad about because mm-hmm. I want to see everything explored just a little bit more that's just me personally but seeing um, Deku man and 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 just seeing him go go out of control which I was happy about to see yeah. his vulnerable um that was interesting as well too um senior rocket come to his aid as well too yeah. was interesting as well too like a lot to unpack with deku losing control and and um all might want to stop the tournament how did you feel about deku losing control i mean i enjoyed it because it shows some vulnerability and it shows you like it, it throws a you know a wrench in the machine and you're like because he even said it. He goes, I thought I had it under control. You know, he was one. We he, he had me fool. I was like, okay, he's gradually progressing. But no, man, this just added a whole new power set to this power. And, you know, like the wielder was explaining to him, bro, this is nothing. Now this power is growing. So it definitely was a great curveball, in my opinion, to see Deku lose that kind of vulnerability. vulnerability. It makes it feel like all over, you know, you have this quirk, but you still, you're still kind of quirkless. You know what I'm saying? Because... You still haven't got full control of it. So I liked it. I enjoyed seeing him kind of like that vulnerable. How did you feel? You know, um, as soon as I saw that, there's only one person I thought about. And it, it, it just, uh, it could be a motivator or it could just demoralize someone. And I automatically thought about Bakugo because he was there in the background. Yeah. Just quietly looking and observing the layout of this match. And I could just imagine now seeing Deku pull out a new move. Or just a new quirk in a way, 
And knowing that he has that quirk, knowing that he has one for all, does that piss him off even more that Deku can still over, uh, still go, go over his level, basically, within yeah. a whim, just like that? All the training that Bakugo did to be so crazy in that last episode, that I, I wouldn't say it pales in, in, in comparison, but you look at him and look at Deku, all these fucking whips coming out, essentially could kill anybody if you lost control. What does that make Bakugo feel? Or how? Yeah. That's a good question, man. That is definitely a good question because he was quiet. We will get to, we will get the answers to that in the next coming episodes because we did not see while this was all going on, like you said, he was quiet. We really didn't see much of Bakugo on screen. So somewhere this was working in his mind. We'll get some resolution to this in the next few episodes, man. It, it gotta make him feel kinda, you know, kinda kinda crappy. Cause like you said, he was he was here all for oh, watch Deku. I'm gonna, you know show you my surpass evolution you. yeah i'm gonna surpass you show you my evolution but here comes basically freaking deku with freaking dark shadow out of control and it's like right okay. <laughs> he's like what do i do now right <laughs> and and now i'm thinking like in the later episodes and deku's tapping into other quirks bakugo's probably like well it doesn't matter what i do now so yeah. it's gonna be That's very interesting that's the thing like yeah it's like okay bakugo's explosion we know his quirk is op but this dude has eight other powers that he could tap into you know so i also want to know like you said there's definitely some some it's it end game there's an end game to this and i know there's always a shadowy veil that you do not see and my thing is is that all might you get what i'm saying it has to be it has to be right it could be uh i mean i man i I don't know, man. And, and this season is yeah. going to have high implications. After this fight, which is great, it was great to have Class A and B, you know, see how they fare up against each other. That's cool. But I think what we want now as fans is resolution or some kind of clarity into the My Hero universe. What's the next step? What's the next phase, if you will? And we need some clarity of All Might. We need some clarity with All for One. We need some clarity, even with the Quirk. You know, we need some clarity altogether. Hell, uh, Eraserhead over here having his own intentions, not stopping the match. I think, yeah, sorry for cutting you off. You definitely did ask me about that, but I strayed from that. That, yeah, bro, there's definitely some intentions behind that. Shinzo has to be uh, Eraserhead's son. He has to. He had he he has to be his son because, bro, the similarities, pale faces, lookalikes, everything, the bands. Why would you give him those bands? You know, like those are yours, and not wanting to stop it, kind of like trying to get one over All Might and Midoriya. Mm-hmm. So there has to be something where we don't know. If you're listening to this, it's probably already revealed in the manga. I know in the manga, there's My Hero Academia Vigilante, where heroes team up with students to do missions, and I seen somebody team up with aizawa that kind of remind me of shinzo i'm not gonna lie but it has to be it has to be a son bro because it was kind of like a little father moment like no damn it you're gonna make me proud you're gonna get through this like how'd you feel about the battle not being stopped yeah like i felt like there was some alternative ulterior motives i don't know if he's a son but definitely a, a strong pupil in a way where there's a caring aspect there uh, even though if we don't see the emotion, there's something there. There's an emotional attachment to both these characters, 100,000%. Um, man, like, I'm thinking All Might. I'm thinking 
so many implications. You know, I'm thinking we see one for all. Do we get a death in this season, or do you think that's too early? Do you think it's too too early because what happened in the last season? Hmm. Do we get a death? We're not. I don't think this season, but we're gonna get a death. If not in five, six. Okay. I mean, I just don't know who it is, and I don't want to say the cliche all might because remember, uh, Night Eyes, right? Night Eyes, yeah, that's his name. He said it. You're gonna die a horrific death, you know. So there's there's a bunch of stuff that can happen. I don't want to say it's all might because we know uh, one of the followers on PCF told us that there's a massive breakout in uh the the gate of what Tartarus or some shit like that. Mm-hmm. So, and then we know there's this big epic battle with the League of Villains and heroes. Do you feel a death is needed to add a caveat to this? Or this is great, this episode, how it's rolling? I mean, for this season so far, but I'm just wondering. Like, I do like when there's stakes involved and when there's high drama. Um, Seeing Night Eye, like, die in that last season, you know, it did Mm. impact the whole season. It was like, okay, things could get real if you let your guard down watching My Hero Academia. And I think, you know, it doesn't have to be someone main. Maybe not, but, you know, seeing, like, someone... Let's say um, Grand Torino die. That could be just no. uh, you know impact enough to turn the tide. That's main for me. <laughs> <laughs> I love me some Grand Torino, but yeah, I, I, I can see a death. Um, I, I I don't know, man. Like, is it needed right now? Maybe not, but maybe a little sidebar death. I, I agree with you, but it's going so great. We 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 jumped around to speculation ther- uh, territory, mm-hmm. but let's get more grounded. Deku with the dark whip. You know, we're going to see that in the next episode. He kind of looks like he's controlling it a tad bit. But how do you feel about that first new power right there? Like a new power where Deku essentially is not really hurting himself through fighting. It's more of like a a uh, a conjuring, if you will, of, of a new power. Like, uh, how do you feel about that? No more using, you know, a shoot style. No more using, you know, his fist to break a finger or whatnot. I mean, it's cool because at the end of the day, that's what we see a lot of these other students do. Use their power, use their quirk, you know? So it's kind of cool that we're seeing Deku tap into this as I'm not hurting myself anymore. So I think it's great that he's finally starting to wield it. Like, because that's what it is. Essentially, at the end, you have to use your power, you know? So he's been trying to get his power under control this whole time. And unfortunately, he's been hurting himself. So I think it's phenomenal. Is this the end of shoe style and certain things that he's been doing? Or do you feel like they're going to nerf these quirks a tad bit do you feel like he can't tap into things at a certain time like he has to use them sparingly hey what's going on everybody it's your boy Val Cisco dropping some knowledge about anchor guys have you ever wanted to record your own podcast Don't you want millions and millions of people to listen to what you have to say, whether it's about Zeus, whether it's about sports, whether it's about everything that's going on in the world of quarantine? Guys, what are you waiting for? Download Anchor. Anchor basically is a one-stop shop for all your podcast needs. It has creation tools that allow you to record and edit your podcast right from your phone or your computer. Number two, it's free. Guys, it's free. There's not a lot of freebies out there, so grab this. And of course, Anchor will distribute your podcast so you can be heard from different places like Spotify, iHeartRadio, Apple Podcasts, and many, many, many more. You can make money off your podcast too with minimum listenership. So right there, guys, like listen, this is a no-brainer. 
download Anchor. It's pretty fantastic. I love it. Hell, thank you, Anchor, for giving me the platform to speak about all the random things that I do. Uh, it's everything you need to make a podcast in one place. So please, once again, download Anchor. You can download it off the Apple Play Store, the, the Google Store. I don't know if you guys have Blackberries out there still. Uh, whatever is out there, download it. It's freaking phenomenal. You guys won't regret it. Take care. Ciao. Yeah, definitely. I think it's one of those things where he's going to survey because he is the mastermind and you saw him with Monoma talking to himself, dialoguing, where I think he's going to tap into these powers at certain moments when he needs them. So um, I don't think we're going to see shoe style nerfs because that's his. Like, what do you think about that? I mean, I, I don't think so. That will be kind of just like circumcising Deku because shoe style is fucking epic. Shoot style is epic, and we have not seen Deku really hurt himself doing shoot style, so mm-hmm. that's that's good. I think the days of using his fucking pinky just to shoot things out, I think that might that's... be over, knowing that he can fucking conjure up whips now. Nah, I don't think that's stopping, bro. That's like his main goal. <laughs> <laughs> like, we, 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 we saw him right now against Monomo. He was like, I'm like, bro, you really love those gauntlets, bro. I wanted to ask you about a character that really gets a lot of heat but he's really showed a lot of development since the movies and he's kind of growing into his own we're starting to see him become a hero and not just do it for the ladies how do you feel about Mineta like I'm starting to see a confident Mineta I'm starting to see a Mineta that's no longer scared a Mineta that's like okay I'm here I want to be a hero I can do this how do you feel Uh, I I I would have liked a little bit more with Mineta, just seeing what his mindset was going into this battle. I mean, he was doubting himself beforehand in the last episode, doubting, you know, if this team makes sense or whatnot. But at the same mm-hmm. time, though, um, if you just take dialogue out, you're looking at Mineta, and he's, like you said, going into battle, going in to save, going in, working with each other, not running away, not trying to hide in the background or do traps or whatnot. He's over there. What, what's the quirk again? Um, uh, yeah, uh, Grape Rush, is it? Grape, grape, oh. He's throwing Grape Rush everywhere. He's like, ah, everyone gets a ball. And I'm yeah. like, I like it. Maybe that's just more so the camaraderie that he knows that he has everyone together. Mm-hmm. Um, but I'm still interested to see Mineta by himself and if he sees if he has that confidence in a one-on-one battle or if he's separated from people if he still has that confidence because i think Mineta does need some love i think i'm tired of the, of the pervy character which is cool yeah. here and there but he needs a little seriousness in his life yeah i agree i i, I was a little bit tired with the pervy character season three was it yeah i think season three was a straight was it season three it was season a straight three is straight perv yeah, yeah straight perv i'm like bro i'm not feeling this and i'm I'm glad to see the evolution of Mineta has gotten since the movies and the confidence but you're absolutely correct maybe it can be him just you know being a part of this hive mind that he feels so confident so but i'm definitely all for the Mineta evolution you excited for the next episode man yeah bro i'm excited i'm excited i really bro i really want to see because we saw the previews aizawa was having a conversation with shinzo by the trees it felt very intimate it felt very personal it felt very family-like it felt very kind of disappointed i'm not disappointed i expected more how did you feel about that preview well, it does look like Shinzo has a surprised look on his face. Mm-hmm. So it could go either way. It could be, hey, I'm surprised that you won the the, the match. 
or I'm surprised that you know you you use your quirk in not the best way. Like I said, that 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 challenge to Deku yeah. that could have went so uh, so many different ways. Like the way that that Shinzo could have controlled the outcome of this match really could have just ended everything today. Like depower, go to sleep, you know, sleep for ten days, go into a coma, something, jerk off into your heart's desire, something. Like he could have said literally anything to a point where he said, "What do I say?" He's like Ricky Bobby. I don't know what to do with my hands. Like, so does that that could Sorry. be a disappointment for shit for for our boy Racehead. So with all that being said, you're absolutely correct. I believe that could be a disappointment. All that being said, will Shinzo just always be a B character? He'll never be that A character. Nah, if, if Mineta could be an A character, Shinzo could be an A character. <laughs> <laughs> I don't want to hear that. Damn, bro, I thought you would have been like, yo, if Hagakure if could be an A character, which you can't even see her, I, you know, you can make Shinzo an A character. Fuck, yo, Mineta, no love. <laughs> you know, I need but... to see more, bro. But yo, I, I think he can be. I, I feel like there, there was a slow burn with Shinzo, and I feel mm. that um, they're still playing that duality a tad bit, and it's all because of the character design, you know, the, the deep dark eyes, yeah. the hair, whatnot, the slow voice, the, the tone voice, very much is like you said, resembles a razor head. Uh, so, um, you know, what what's gonna happen with those two? Definitely Quirks are similar. Be- quirks are similar. Era- eraser. Uh, brainwashing it negates the quirks. Sorry for cutting you off. There has to be something, bro. Whoever, man, whoever is read ahead on the manga, don't hit up the page. Don't yeah. do it. Usually, usually, I'm all for hit up the page, but no, don't don't do it because I want to. I want to be like Leonardo DiCaprio. I knew it. Like, watch, yeah. watch it be like his like his his, his, his stepbrother. Or some shit. <laughs> bro, bro, if it's a stepbrother, if it's if it's a nephew taking under the watch wings, watch it be a nephew. <laughs> <laughs> nephew, what's up, Unc? Nephew, <laughs> you piece Bruh. of shit, <laughs> nephew. I would be <laughs> nephew. <laughs> what you doing to my woman? <laughs> Yo, bro. So with the Black Whip, do you think we'll see Black Whip in the next episode? Oh, we definitely saw a preview of him g- grabbing onto Black Whip. Now I don't know mm-hmm. if he's going to use it. Uh, I we don't know how Deku adapts to all this. Um, this is all new to him. All new powers, new structure new teacher in a way because this essentially is this this new um or previous wielder is essentially a new teacher for him yeah. so it's like oh what are you doing like so many mentors for deku and what's the right move what's the right uh, way to learn certain things like how does he look at all might after this like mm-hmm. if, if i could tap into this like so many questions are going to be directed to all might and it's going to be interesting to see what he actually comes up with Bro, yeah, I, I actually see All Might just playing second fiddle to these eight teachers, and I think it's just going to be more of a, more of a, like, I don't want to say a father figure, but you get what I'm saying, like, it's just going to be more of a little mentor, like, hey, what's up, you know, kind of like a little Gran Torino did in this episode, but, like. Yeah, because, like, what does All Might have to offer as a teacher? Mm-hmm. Like, it's not like he can teach people to control their quirks because he was quirkless to begin with. Um, it's not like he can overcome that uh, teach about overcoming adversities because half of his career he was unstoppable in those last battles right there. And that whole rallying speech of plus ultra, you know, give it your all, save everyone. Every goddamn teacher tells them the same exact thing. So it's nah. like, what do you have to offer, bro? All my is. This a fraud. Oh, it's a fraud. You leave him alone. Uh, 
sad to say, kind of like, you know, I'm going to throw some wrestling, like Orange Cassidy. Uh, it it kind of pains me to say this because, you know, All Might is my favorite character, but he has an expiration date, bro, unfortunately. Mm-hmm. He has he has an expiration date, and he may be one of the characters that we get a death, you know, that we'll probably see his death down the line. But he definitely has an expiration date. Does it, does it matter? No, because he will always be number one hero, damn it. And that's just me geeking out right now. So. I'm going to tell you this much right now. I'm going to go pro wrestling, too. I want to see the self-destruction of All Might. That's what I want to see this season. <laughs> Bro, I want to see All Might going heel doing the Warrior. <laughs> Sidebar. Could you imagine All Might, bro, powering up? The Mercury's bubbling. <laughs> I'm going to tell you that the next time All Might powers up might be his last. He might die. Yeah. That, that, that will yeah. be it. Yeah, bro. I think so. I think I think his little heart can't take it no more. I think we're, <laughs> I think we're gonna get a power up, and then we're just gonna get white eyes, bro. That's it. That's it. Right, right, right there. That's it, bro. It, it, power up, boom, bro. Fall, corpse, fall over, like. But unfortunately, he does have an expiration date. But um, a lot of stuff coming forward to this episode. Did you feel the little bit that we got from Uraraka was uh, enough of a big growth for her? Or how did you feel about that? I, n- I never got your opinions on that little snippet. Nah, not really. Unfortunately, I, I feel that her her job in this episode was to be like that centerpiece for Deku. Like, mm-hmm. you know, I'm here for you no matter what. Even mm-hmm. if I have to put my body on the line, I'm going to be here for you. Which I like that. That's growth. Mm-hmm. Because it's showing how comfortable she now is with Deku. Mm-hmm. So, uh, are we going to ship them? Is this show made for shipping anyone is this show made for like that boyfriend girlfriend aspect i don't know we haven't seen it at all in any season whatsoever so i don't know if this is going to play it off the next episode like up oh, that didn't happen but yeah. um i could definitely see a joke with like ayama or like fucking um Minora, uh, Minetta just making a joke about that <laughs> yeah like, Minora, look at me Minora suzuki <laughs> so, coming yeah. in i'll drive me everyone <laughs> That's what I'm talking about. <laughs> the wrestle talk, bro. The king of wrestling. Pile driving people. <laughs> That's his power. One for all, bro. Pile driver. driver. <laughs> um, but yeah, it's true. Honestly, we have not seen that. This is very weird. Or, or do you think since it's like the the writer, maybe we will get it down the line or in the manga, but do you think maybe the writer's trying to stay away from this? I know we, we do know they're teens, but we don't want to involve a lot of romantical aspect into this. Yeah, they, they do that a lot with, with certain, well, mo- uh, most animes as well as who they're directed to children. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, they kind of, they, they hint to it, but they don't automatically mm-hmm. go into it. This has been happening for years. Like even in Dragon Ball, you look at Dragon Ball, it's implied that people date it's implied that people fuck but at the end of the day you don't see anybody holding hands hands are made for holding that doesn't really happen (laughs) (laughs) no yeah exactly like in dragon we don't bro we don't even see a a intimate moment between chi chi and goku yeah we saw it in dragon ball where he's looking up the kilt but in dragon ball z (laughs) slapping the panty like But no, yeah, and I, I think that's what it is, since it's, like, uh, directed for, like, you know, and there's all teens and stuff like that, high school students. Don't imply it, get very heavy, you know, tones and stuff like that, but not fully go go ham and ballistic, because, you know, we got a lot of pervs out there, like Mineta, so, 
You know, they 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 defame and poor Nesku, bro. <laughs> yeah, and like the only like I guess over sexual character you probably have or two over sexualized characters is really Toga and Mineta right there. So um you got, you got a couple. Oh go, go. You, bring out some you, other ones. You got Toga. You oh, got, yeah, you got Midnight as well too. Midnight, bro. Midnight was said, bro. Midnight basically said, <laughs> "I'm sorry to get explicit with it." Midnight basically said she got wet with all the plus ultras. <laughs> you know, you got Momo, which she always flailing her breast all over. <laughs> so yeah, bro. Like, there's a lot. <laughs> I need to see some Tetsu Tetsu and then Kirishima fucking come oh, at bro. each other. Partying up each other, smacking uh, each other. <laughs> word, bro. Kind of like, bro, I need, uh, you see, now nah, I don't want to go on the tangent. Uh, fucking pull it. That's my boy when he's slapping his junk. Yeah. Ooh. <laughs> Ooh. <laughs> I'm harder. No, I'm harder. <laughs> that, that's, these, these are the things I'm shipping. <laughs> if you guys have some fan art and some fan scripts, Please send them our way at the podcast. We will love to hear it. Oh, man, that was jokes. But yeah, no, man, definitely this episode was good. Everything progressively after, to me, it it started off phenomenal this season, but everything after the Ida growth, it's just been downhill, but downhill in a good way. You know, not a bad way, just downhill. And this, now we're in full effect. Like you said, this is episode 10. So from here, bro, we're getting big drops. We saw all for one. League of Villains was mentioned. They're still in the shadow lingering, like they said, recruiting villains. It is, is that we saw the new power, the new wielder, um, more realism to it, you know, where Deku was like, this is not a dream no more. This is this is real. This is kind of like another realm. I'm tapping into this. So it's just the snowball effect now, man. And it's gonna be a wild freaking ride. Yeah, I, I I needed this. I needed a change in direction a tad bit. Not that I wasn't mm-hmm. enjoying the fights with Class A and B. I just feel like, okay, we've been there, we've done that. Give me something yeah. new. Let's let's progress in the story. Um, I think I guess I, I'll end it like this. Um, mm-hmm. it's gonna be very, very interesting to see what Deku does with these new powers but yeah the one thing that concerns me is that getting into these fights especially if we get away from here and Deku getting back into the streets because I feel like we need to get back to that again yeah um what if in midst of a battle a real fucking battle he mm-hmm. gets hit up by one of these wielders again you see already that he goes into a comatose like state and just stays there can that be yeah. detrimental to his group, to his mentor, to anyone that's around him while trying to tap into that power? That's going to be interesting to see in the, in the next couple episodes. Oh, yeah, it's definitely, definitely going to be very detrimental because now you got me thinking. I, Bro, you're absolutely correct. I want to get back to the streets. I want to see. This is finally Endeavor season. Where the fuck is Endeavor? I need to see some Endeavor, bro. Tech like, scene <laughs> and acting like Yo a do. bitch. Like <laughs> I need to see some fucking Endeavor, first of all. I apologize. But, bro, this is Endeavor season, and he's still playing second fiddle. So, oh, my, he will always play second fiddle. I want to get back to the streets. Like you said, that's what I want to see. Um, it's definitely going to be a detriment. It also kind of makes me feel like, um, you know, how we got the new movie coming out, The Three Musketeers, as they always say, Shoto, Bakugo, Deku. Do these three become very symbiotic? And now I'm just thinking, geeking out, at moments when they're fighting all together, does 
Deku, like you said, go into this paralysis state and they compliment each other, help each other out. You get what I'm saying? Like, I'm reaching, but I, I just want to see some crazy shit like that, bro. <laughs> like, you know, the more I hear about this new movie, the more I get a little disappointed. And I'll tell you why. Mm. <laughs> I just don't want Deku and Bakugo in there. I really don't. Like, it, it, the more I look at it, maybe if you want to put Deku, I get it in some way, but I, I would have rather had uh, Tokiyami, uh, Todoroki, yeah. and maybe Deku because they represent, you know, either the past or the number one heroes in a way. Yeah. So that yeah. would make sense. <laughs> yeah. You make an excellent point. I mean, I'm going to go back to Endeavor. I would have preferred an Endeavor movie, some Endeavor growth, some Hawks. <laughs> Bro, <laughs> that, Endeavor, the movie, <laughs> in the <Yeah>. flames. <laughs> I would like to see some Endeavor shit. I mean, how we gave All Might basically a movie in Deku. Like, let's give Endeavor, Hawks, and like you said, Tokoyami. Maybe this could have been Lost Files of when Tokoyami was becoming a beast with that new power, bro. Mm-hmm. S- something. But I... But, but I but I agree with you to a certain extent. I don't we don't want to play out a lot of these characters. Yeah, because now I'm feeling that like these are being overused in each of the movies, like Deku, Bakugo, in some ways Todoroki as well too. I mean, to, uh, I think Todoroki is a slow burn for a lot of people. I I think yeah. people expected him to be like just epic in every way since season one, mm-hmm. and they have been slowly building him up with little spots. But at, at, at the end of the day, he's not the main player. So I, I could appreciate that. I think that's why he's my yeah. favorite character because there's still a lot for him to grow and do in the upcoming seasons. I would like we're in season five. I would like some some actual growth now, but I think we're getting it little by little in this season. Word. I, I was actually laughing, bro, because yeah, a lot a lot of people love Shoto, and I know that's your dude. You remember when this dude started with the freaking half frozen body? <laughs> like, <laughs> in season one, I was like revisiting season one, and I'm like. Oh shit! I forgot he was like half a shell, bro. Like, you didn't even want to use the fire side. <laughs> Word, I want to use it. No, you can't make me like. But um, yeah, man, a lot of characters definitely are gonna get development. Shoto's one with a slow burn, so I think he has a big arc coming up for him. Um, I don't know, man. Super excited for season five to see what what brings. Like I said, I know sometimes I'm very tunnel vision, but I can't wait for that Shigaraki to come out because I I love Shigaraki, bro. I love Shigaraki, but sometimes I sit here and say. I want to see some more evolution. I mean, in the manga, they probably got yeah, Shigaraki down to a T, but I want to start seeing it in the anime. You get what I'm saying? Like, so same that's here. what I'm looking forward to. Same here. New villains, new power sets. That's that's, that's what we come to see My Hero Academia. So um, that was it right there. You know, uh, that was our review of that episode. Epic episode. We're going to be getting down to the next one next week, next Saturday as well, too, as promised. Guys, this is Pop Culture Fanatics. PCF Podcast on Twitter, PCF Podcast on Instagram, and Pop Culture Fanatics on the Facebook. It's on all podcast platforms out there from Apple Podcasts all the way down to Spotify and iHeartRadio. So please add us, link us, let us know how we're doing on this one. Let us know your thoughts. Let us know all that um, that fan fiction you're making. We want to see that right there. We want to see a Shoto and Deku get it on like we did a couple of years ago in that little trailer we saw. Fan-made trailer, which was fantastic. Right? Yeah, definitely hit us up. And let us know how you guys are enjoying Season 5 as well. Are you enjoying it as much as we're doing here? Like, hopefully you guys are geeking out listening to this with us. But, you know, let us know how you guys feel about Season 5. We also have some other podcasts out there if you guys are interested in us. Uh, EWA Podcast, Elite Wrestling Audio. It's EWA Podcast on Twitter, EWA Podcast on Instagram, and Elite Wrestling Audio. All on podcast platforms out there. 
uh, the Gamora Chronicles, TKC Podcast underscore on Twitter, TKC Podcast on Instagram, and the Gamora Chronicles is on all podcast platforms out there as well, too. Also on Facebook by the same name. Uh, Lag Switching, do you want to give any updates for that, brother? Oh, Lag Switching! Yeah, we haven't really recorded much on that, but, you know, like I do, uh, starting to get a little bit more active with Switch. So if you guys, you know, want to see me in my little hot tub stream, y'all can hit up my hot Twitch. Tub yes. <laughs> That's all I imagine is you when you're, you're, you're beef and broccoli all out, just in the hot tub with a head silly. Hello. Hey, hey, Welcome hey, to hey, Tales of the Crip over here. Mm-hmm. <laughs> bro, believe it or not, dude, these shorties are desperate nowadays with these hot tub streams, man. <laughs> like, bro, I'm not going to lie to you. I should have taken the picture. But before I get into the the, the, the handles, um, dude, dude, my man's, my man's, Shorty was eating minestrone soup in a hot tub, bro. I'm like, I'm like, I'm like, yo, ma, you dead eating minestrone soup in a hot tub right now in a bikini? I'm like, yo, Jesus, take the wheel, do something with your life, woman. Like, dad sitting there eating minestrone soup, bro. Like, it's okay, it's okay. This right here, this is the part of the podcast where things go wild because I was getting a haircut yesterday, mm-hmm. and there was a shorty barber. This is why I don't go to shorty barbers. I'm, I swear to everything. I, I know there's some good shorty barbers out there, but yeah. like, I, I be hearing this shit, and I'm over here just listening to her while I'm like getting my haircut on the side. She's like, oh, I'm not gonna take that person because that guy stank probably. Oh, I'm not gonna take that person. Look at his oh. toes. And yeah. then she's like, oh yeah, I got an OnlyFans page. I just opened it up. I just got paid about three thousand dollars. She's like, for what? To show my pinky toe? <laughs> I'm like, bro, wow. this is where we're at now. Wow, I'd have been like, yo, I'd have been like, yo, let me see your pinky toe. We'll see if it's worth three thousand dollars. <laughs> show me, yo, show me right now. Show me right now. Let me see the quality. I want to, I want to know what a three thousand dollar pinky looks. <laughs> Exactly. Let me see the quality of that pinky toe, my But yo, bro, I'm telling you, man, it's it's wild. Jump on Twitch. You got these shorties out here doing hot tub streams. So if you want to see your boy in some Capicola in a hot tub, I want to see this. <laughs> this sounds epic. <laughs> Playing Avengers in Capicola, <laughs> like, but not nah, yeah, definitely. Um, <laughs> <laughs> it, got, it got crazy but yeah now nah, definitely hit me up on my twitch uh you know val jumps on that as well we've been playing some my hero of course we got to get back up on that do a little streams but um is ambient aizawa yes my hero overload everywhere ambient aizawa i have all uh, the latest episode was i was doing a late night avengers run last night so if you guys want to check out that run definitely hit us up there if you want to hit me up personally sunny to ua that's my instagram and my twitter yeah there you that's go I'm at. <laughs> Ooh, i love it brother uh if you guys want to hit me up personally uh lucha thousand let's go on instagram and twitter and yeah man that was it uh hopefully you guys enjoyed this if you stuck around for that last good two minutes of us going out of control please lo- yes. we love you we love you 10 Bro. times <laughs> definitely we appreciate you guys just sticking around that's that, that that's a, that's us in the nutshells man we two crazy puerto ricans from the Bronx. we have fun talking yep. about what we love so definitely man <laughs> all right guys for all those shorty barbers i just offended i apologize oh. but i hear your shit i hear your shit i hear <laughs> yeah. it yeah that's so me. <laughs> show yourself Copperfields show, show yourself Pinky Toes <laughs> <laughs> Take care Later brother <laughs>